On this episode of Into the Unknown, I am joined with a very special guest. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Jeremy. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing absolutely amazing. So I just want to, you know, jump off right off the bat. Uh, how do we know each other and, and who are you? <laughs> well, my name is Mariana Whitehurst, and uh, we know each other through uh, college football, which uh, which is, in my opinion, one of the greatest connectors that this country has. But also, we know each other from college football in the capital of college football, as Jer Gary Stoken likes to say, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, because I'm on the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl board as an advisory member, so I get to go around and be an ambassador for college football, and you were the curator for the College Football Hall of Fame when we met. Man, I, I completely, I appreciate it, and you know, it, it, it's crazy that it's it's been, a, it's been a year since I've been at the Hall of Fame, but you know, those four years down there was great. I got to meet so many incredible people, and I would definitely say yes, the capital of college football uh, down, down there in Atlanta. It's tough to argue his point, right? I mean, this is the home of Bobby Dodd. This is the home of Heisman. Um, incidentally, uh, we are less than 30 days from kickoff, and uh, my daughter and I got a new pet. It's a bunny that we named Bunny Dodd. Man, I love that. I love that. It's it's funny how much college football, and, you know, sports in general, for those watching, they can see behind me. It's a it's a little mini museum. Uh in my background. I'm very and, envious of your, your accumulation back there. I like to say it's a collection, you know, it makes me feel a little better and a, a little less uh, of a harder situation, but I, I find things and I get them and I like them. So it, it is what it is at this point. I also, you know what? A lot of people do not realize that our college football hall of fame was actually begun by essentially a hoarder. So I think you're good. I, I feel it. like you're good. I feel like you're good. Jumping into this, uh, what's your origin story? Where are you from? So I'm originally from Tennessee. Um, my dad's family is from uh, here in Atlanta. Actually, my dad was born at Crawford Long Hospital and uh, moved to Perry, Georgia when he was about six. And he grew up there and um, he went to Georgia Tech. So uh, I mentioned Bunny Dodd. Uh, my family has a very we have a very strong tie to Georgia Tech. My uh, my dad went there, and uh, my maternal grandfather went there. My my maternal grandfather was actually orphaned when he was about twelve years old, um, and he was was one of those orphans with uh, with funds. So he was sent away to boarding school, um, and then uh, and then when he went to college, he actually wound up at Georgia Tech. And um, much like now, uh, over holidays. Foreign students, um, you know, students like my grandfather who were orphans and, and student athletes were who was left on campus at the holidays. So he was an avid Georgia Tech football and basketball fan. And um, he always felt like that was sort of his family until he married my grandmother. And when he passed away, um, he had remarried and his final wishes to be cremated and have part of his ashes secretly scattered on uh, on Tech's campus in Grant Field were not honored, uh, which really bothered my brothers and me. So um, when we sold our family business, uh, we had a little family meeting about endowing some scholarships down at Georgia Tech. And um, we were very happy to do that. Actually, we were my brothers and I were really happy to give up that that not insignificant uh, portion of our and in potential inheritance um, to honor our grandfather's 
last wishes in so many ways um, because he did he did love Georgia Tech football more than anything in the world and he he loved Georgia Tech basketball probably about second as much so it's a, it's been a really neat um, 15 years ago we did that it's been a really neat 15 years we've um, we've gotten to know a lot of our student athletes um, and I've mentored some of them and and been really happy to encourage them and just kind of be their behind the scenes cheerleader and advisor and you know, uh, just just share some some information that that I know from kind of behind the scenes. Um, you know, my uncle David played in the NFL, so uh, and I manage a law firm. So you know, frequently I would say, mm, like let's let's dig down on this particular representative and what they're telling you. If you know, if I if I happen to know something that was maybe a little worthwhile to know, nugget. I've been pretty pretty fortunate the last few years. I've got a couple of guys that I, I was their encourager and, and advisor behind the scenes who are going to be probable probable college football hall uh, nominees. And I, I got to nominate them for the Georgia Sports Hall. So that's been um, that's been lots of fun lately. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Mariana, I love that. And, you know, for people who haven't been to Georgia Tech or the campus, I love where it's located in Atlanta. I lived in walking distance, so a lot of times on my runs and sometimes walks because I didn't feel like running the whole time. I loved walking down, you know, Tech's campus and around it. And it's just a really cool part. It was, it was, I cut through there every day to drive to work and always loved uh, kind of the atmosphere that Tech had to offer. People forget, you know, that, that, it's, it's Georgia Tech is actually it's a, it's a historic football uh, school, so we hope to see that come back, right? Oh, absolutely! And you know, I love one of my passions is historic stadiums. I wrote my master's thesis on college football <laughs> stadiums in the 1920s. Looking, I did remember that. <laughs> you know, looking at the Memorial Stadiums at Illinois, Indiana, and Minnesota, and just learning the history. For me to be a Tennessee native and like a Georgia Tech fan all of my life, I I, I suffer well, you know. <laughs> I've been through some things <laughs> with my fan base. Um, but, you know, just for example, to see Tennessee come back the way that they did against a storied Alabama program. I mean, Alabama is a powerhouse. To see Tennessee come back last fall the way that it did against Alabama and to see the goalposts come down and – just the pride in the University of Tennessee again. I actually cried uh, because I, I, I truly did not think I would live to see my home state show up again the way that they, they used to with football. And uh, it was really great. It was a really great thing to see. Fortunately for me, the Peach Bowl has expanded my, um, my fan base. So I, I get to go visit lots of other schools now. And I've, I've gotten to like my Tennessee people would hate to hear this, but I so fell in love with the university of Kentucky uh, <laughs> when I was there. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I fall in love with, with whoever we have that shows up in uh, at, for kickoffs and, and for, you know, for our peach bowl. Marianne, I love that. And one of the great honors of being at the hall was the fact that I got to be a fan of everyone, every player, every every school really. And I always made a big push with, of course, the, the division one programs do get a lot of recognition just by size and fan base. But I went to a small division three school, the university of Wisconsin, Eau Claire. And I always loved to just, you know, how deep college football and how deep, you know, universities actually do run. And 
being able to celebrate everyone from D1 to NAIA is all, was always something fun that I enjoyed, uh, enjoyed doing and sharing. Unless I'm wrong, you did a very, uh, a very, very well done exhibit for HBCUs before you left. I, as we say, I always pay attention to those um, because I, I've been a big advocate for the HBCUs in, um, in my work with esports on a, on a board called Community, and uh, you know also at the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. So I very much appreciate that you did that because um, again, people forget. Uh, how absolutely deep and rich and like deep, rich, wide, tall, the HBCU college football tradition is as well. Marianne, I really appreciate that. That was such a fun exhibit for us to work on. Uh, I, I had to laugh because a lot of the text information inside the kiosks were from papers I wrote in grad school because my background's African-American history. That's what I studied in graduate school. Uh, I'm now at the Wisconsin Black Historical Society, actually, as their archivist. And it was always a connection for me that I just found super important. And having the opportunity, I believe Southern Company was our sponsor and just being able to do an exhibit like that and then do it right not just kind of add something on, but actually create a whole space was one of the, one of the true honors that I got to work on when I was there. I was laughing because I very much understand that. Um, it was a couple of years ago when I was down in Macon for the selection committee and I was walking around um, looking at, you know, people I'd nominated that had been inducted and I, I was reading their kiosks and, and realized that, Oh my God, that's my essay. Uh, so it's, it does, like, it, you have, like I didn't, you know, I didn't do that. And obviously most of the people I've like, just for example, Maya Moore and, and, and Kelly O'Hara and Mark Teixeira and, and Calvin Johnson are some of the people that I've nominated that have been inducted. So clearly people who deserved it and like would have been nominated by somebody, it wasn't just me. It was just that for me, it was very cool to walk by my nominee's case and realize that's my essay. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, like it just really does something to you. I think like you feel a real sense of personal pride that, you know, I did that. Like I, I was part of that. Um, which is nice. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And once I kind of had realized that it was time, you know, I was ready to move on from the hall. I created the last exhibit. So they had something to work with while they, you know, they were able to put something up during the summer. So it was fun for me because that was an exhibit I created completely from the design aspect to uh, because obviously I own my own company, Swick Media. We started in 2018. I do graphics. I do edits and do all that. And it was fun to continue to build and utilize those skill sets at the Hall of Fame. In everyone's life, there's a chance where you can go east, you can go west. You make a decision at a fork in the road. Can you give me an example of that in your own life? As soon as you asked me that question before we got on camera, I knew what I was going to talk about. So when we very first became um, boosters, you know, we donated the scholarships and, and we had a long family history of, of giving money to Georgia Tech and, and also the University of Tennessee um, and buying season tickets and showing up for home games. Um, we we had uh, uh, under our scholarships at that time we had uh, Jonathan Dwyer and Derek Derek Morgan, and I managed a, a law firm, and um, that was around the time when I was doing a lot of being physically there on campus and talking with with Jonathan specifically. Um, 
and I, I got a, I got a, a, a message that there was a problem. Um, some people know this and some people don't that uh, Demarius Thomas, who we affectionately call Bebe, uh, was under investigation by the NCAA and uh, Morgan Burnett was also um, targeted in that um, in that particular. And I had had a number of people prior to that time saying, you know, making little comments to me about, you know, well, don't you think that this is none of your business? Well, you know, you're, you're, you're a white woman. Like, don't you think that you should, you know, keep your, keep, mind your business. And, um, I, I, you know, I never really got any of that from, uh, from the Dwyers. And, and when John let me know about the situation, um, I, like I will say the NCAA was not, uh, sticking to their own regulations about an investigation. And I quickly became aware of it. And um, because of my ties in the legal community, was able to recommend a couple of really great attorneys um, to Georgia Tech. And I, I think I probably use the word recommend a little um, loosely uh, because I feel like I'm more demanded that they use the attorneys that I recommended. <laughs> Um, I probably wouldn't do, I would probably wouldn't be as brash now as I was then. I was younger. I was less seasoned. I probably would do it in a different way now, but I'm, I never regretted, um, the things that I did to try to stand up for Bebe and Morgan and make sure that they, they were right was done by them. Um, in that situation, it would have obviously been easier for me to, uh, walk away and not do anything and not step up. Um, there've been a number of times when I've, I've been the advisor and the, the, you know, behind the scenes cheerleader and sometimes maybe a little too enthusiastic of a cheerleader, you know, and people have made comments to me about, um, you know, my relationship with this person or that person. And, um, I never cared. I did always feel like there was a slight racial bias to some of the comments um, and those were not appreciated and like those people were quickly cold from my life because I just don't really I don't need that so obviously yes like I could have gone I could have gone east and just been very like hands off and and I you know I nobody held a gun to my head and made me do the things that I did to um, to be part of you know their journey and try to make it a little easier um, it definitely would have made my life easier if I had just, you know, been the booster and smiled and waved on the on the field and let that be it. But um, I don't think that's what my grandfather would have wanted me to do. And um, the scholarships were named after him. So so I did those things that I thought he would have wanted me to do. And I, I hope somewhere his energy is proud of of the work we all did together. Um, I will say there are some times when it has been truly heartbreaking um, finding out about Bebe's death on Twitter was definitely a low point for me, um, you know, personally. Um, and then also knowing that that Morgan and Josh Nesbitt were hurting um, was really tough. You know, and, and, and a lot of my guys, Jonathan and Derek and and. Um, you know, the only good thing I can say about that is that we were all together at his memorial service. And it was really healing to to see everybody, you know, see the whites of everybody's eyes again and be able to look at them and be like, OK, 
I know you're not okay, but you're as okay as you can be in this moment. Always uh, trying to find a way to advocate and, you know, in whatever way you're able to is I think something definitely admirable. Thank you, Jeremy. I really appreciate that. Um, I don't remember exactly where it was. I heard it, but somebody had said, wouldn't it be a wonderful world if everybody just did the things they were able to do? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so I want to ask you a little bit, how, how'd you get involved with the Peach Bowl? So that's a funny story too. Um, so it goes back to the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, I was at a very low point in my life and I got this call um, from an unknown number. <laughs> I was at St. Simon's. <laughs> I had run away from Atlanta. I was hiding from everyone um, with my, with a dear friend uh, who, who's, who's from Scotland and had a home in St. Simon's that he offered me so I could run away and hide from my life for a little while. So I had in fact uh, fled Atlanta and, and like a Turkey and was hiding uh, with just my daughter on St. Simon's. And I, I answered an unknown number, which I never do. And uh, it was this this very friendly voice. And he said, you know, my name's Derek Waugh. I'm the new executive director of the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. And I hear that uh, you are the very yellow jacket that I need to get involved at the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. I don't have enough yellow jackets. And it was like it was like a, a Friday and I, I was leaving the next day because Morgan was Morgan Burnett was having his uh, his football camp. And I said, well, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm at St. Simon's right now. I'm, I'm on the beach. And he said, well, I'm going to be in Atlanta on um, on Saturday. Uh, you know, could you meet? And I said, no, I, I can't. I have plans. On Saturday, I, I am going to be at Morgan Burnett's football camp on Saturday. And he said, well, if I come on Monday, can you have lunch? And I said, okay. So by the time that, you know, we, we met for lunch, um, I'd looked and um, the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame Authority Board and Foundations Board was had had really about three women total between those two boards. And um he was right. No yellow jackets. <laughs> uh, so when you, when he met me for lunch, I said, okay, so it looks to me like what you actually need is um, you're trying to grow your demographics in several areas. Like, I mean, obviously I'm white, but you, you, you need a woman and you need somebody who's at, at a Gen X on this board and uh, you need a, a yellow jacket and you need some more people of color. So I, I hit three of the four of your boxes and I'm not offended um, because I know I absolutely bring a lot to the table. So let's go. And then he had me immediately down for the honors council and I walked into the honors council and it was the same sort of thing, except for there was this one guy in there. His name's Tori Durden. So he and I looked at each other and uh, it was pretty much just me and him and, and you know, several, several uh, boomer and older white, white fellas. And um, we were instantly bonded. <laughs> from that moment on. Um, and he lives here in Atlanta. So when Tori got on the Peach Bowl board, he called me at 745 on a Saturday morning. Um, 
and he knew I was presenting a scholarship that day. So nobody calls me on the days I'm presenting scholarships if they're friends with me because uh, they know better. And, and nobody normal calls you at 745 on a Saturday morning. So I assumed something was absolutely wrong with my friend. And I answered the phone and said, what's wrong? And he said, I got on the Peach Bowl board. And I said, oh, my gosh, congratulations. That is amazing. I have a towel wrapped around my head. I'm trying to get ready to go to do the thing. And um, he says, well, I'm going to nominate you because they don't have enough women on their board. And they want some more women that really passionately love and understand college football. And like, girl, that's you. And I said, my mouth is open. And he says, no, no, no. I already know you don't have time to do it, but you'll make the time. I know you will. Let's do this. So that is how I wound up on the Peach Bowl board. Tori put together a nomination for me, and um, Gary and Mike were very gracious. So, Mariana, in, in closing, title of the podcast, Into the Unknown. What are you working on? What, what is your version of stepping into the unknown? I mean, right now, uh, I've, I really have two new goals right now. One of them is uh, I have started a book. Uh, for college athletes that's just kind of based on the things that I have found to be helpful to the guys that that I've been able to help. Um, so I would I would really like to finish that book and get it published. And um, you know the other thing personally is that uh, you know my daughter's a she's a what they call an emerging artist. Like she's actually just had her very first exhibit, been part of her very first exhibit here at the Maloff galleries in, in Atlanta. And um, she's querying uh, a couple of galleries in, in one of them's in Portland, Oregon and, <laughs> and another one's in um, Portland, Maine. So apparently we really like Portland's uh, for our, for our work, but um, you know, she's really going for a solo exhibit and um, I would, I would love to see that happen for her. She's uh, she's got some ideas about uh, some things that she wants to do with um, the the nominations I put together for um, for Bebe as a legend as he was inducted in 2023, and Morgan and Josh uh, Josh Nesbitt's nominations and ways that she wants to shoot portraiture of them on um, on Grant Grant Field and um, kind of integrate like my nominations into your, your design person. So she's got some ideas about how she wants to do like a black and white exhibit. that would sort of be, it would be college football based, but it would be mainly Georgia tech based. And it would be based on, um, you know, these, these amazing, these amazing college football players that she grew up with that influenced kind of her path and her um, informed who she became. So those are the two things that we're we have cooking right here in in Atlanta, and um, you know maybe I'll get up to Wisconsin. You never know. You never know. I'm a big fan of the Badger Band. Chick Fil A okay. might send me might send me to Wisconsin, and I'll get to see you. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know what? Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed it, Jeremy. Thank you for asking me.